Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Joining us, my guy, Gilles Gallant. FTN Bets is where you could find him. Gilles, how are you tonight? I haven't talked to you in weeks. I miss you. How have you been? Ryan, it's great to be back with you today. Don't worry if you're riding solo. I, I promise I won't call you Usher or anything like that, so you don't have to start swinging at me <laughs> if uh, if I get to ride solo tonight. But uh, feels good, man. I'm uh, kind of already looking at the board for Week 18. I feel like I kind of need to have like a PhD in in uh, analytics and epidemiology kind of thing to kind of know who's going to be playing on uh, Saturday and Sunday. But uh, so far, we've got a little bit of leans, a little bit of sides that I'm already feeling good about for Week 18. Well, I love to hear that, man. I also, I love riding solo. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm a team player, but when I just have the, when, when I could get my MJ, my Kobe on, man, and I have the ball and nobody to pass it to, then I could take over the show. I could talk about whatever I want, man. I could talk about, you know, SummerSlam 1992. We could forget all about Ohio State and Indiana. And uh, I could talk to you about touchdown prop bets which uh, we'll get into here a little bit later. So like you just got done talking about, man, it's really hard to handicap week 18. Uh, It was hard every year before this year to handicap week 17 because you never know the motivation for some of these teams. And we don't know who's going to be out there for some of these teams. I'd say there's three games that you could handicap per normal, like with huge implications coming up this weekend. Uh, That would be you got the Chargers and the Raiders, obviously, the 49ers and the Rams, and then Pittsburgh and Baltimore, I guess, is still kind of a big game. Um, But other than that, man, Anything that you're looking at, anything that you're going to play, even though you don't know what the motivation is for some of these teams? Sure, yeah. So the first is actually a game that you had mentioned that does have a little bit of stake, but it's again, it's not a very fun matchup, I guess, to watch. And it's the Saints and Falcons. And I am very hard line that I am taking the under on this game. Right now, the total is at 40. And I still love the under in this game. These offenses are just terrible like I'd be shocked if a combined 30 points you scored I was already kind of like pre before coming on the show just looking at alternative total lines and trying to see like do you know what I might take under 30 and a half just to like plus 260 just to just to die on the stake here and go for that because the other prop that I did look at just saw it on bet MGM just before we came on the show and I love this bet is I just saw that neither to 20 points is plus 320 right now. So that would probably be my favorite bet right now of week 18. Uh, looking at the Cowboys-Eagles game, for example, I really don't know what to make of this because I'm not really sure that the Eagles are going to play the starters, but then we're seeing a little bit of COVID issue right now with the Cowboys, with Mike Parsons already being ruled out to play. Um, and you're kind of starting to see the line reflect that. It was at minus seven on Tuesday. Now it's down to four and a half. Uh, this game, just for me, I know that obviously there's not really much stake into it because the Eagles are already clinched, Cowboys are already clinched, but being a divisional game, an NFC's game, they're going to still play pretty hard on each other. So uh, for me, I find it to be, I would probably still take the Eagles in this spot just being a home dog, but again, don't love it just because you don't know who's going to be out there. Completely agree. What about this one? You got the Green Bay Packers are on the road and they're four-point road favorites, and I got to be honest, man, I kind of want to play them because... We at least know that Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, the starters are going to play at least a quarter. I mean, Matt LaFleur at least says that they're going to play a quarter. I think they'll play a half. I also really think Rodgers wants that MVP, and he's most likely going to win it, but I think he wants to put on a performance. Devontae Adams is pissed off because it's looking like he's going to get the franchise tag rather than becoming the highest-paid wide receiver in the league like he deserves. 
But still, the Lions at home, four-point dogs. We've seen what Jordan Love looks like against Kansas City a couple weeks ago. So if he does get on the field, it could be a disaster. If you have to play this one, how are you going to play it? I still would probably take the Packers in this yeah. spot because I think I think the Jordan Love experiments or even the the one the one game sample size. I don't think we could just write him off as a bad quarterback just because he was playing in fairly rough situation and elements in Kansas City and against the defense that even though they didn't show it as well in Week 17 has really come on in the second half. So I almost want to not necessarily throw out that result, but maybe just temper it a little bit on whether or not we're just going to say Jordan Love is a bust right. you know, off of a one game, uh, one game sample size. So I do like that spot. I think, um, I think guys like AJ Dillon, for example, could be a great guy to bet. Like for example, for like a two touchdown bet, yes. especially because if they're going to probably likely rest Aaron Jones, I think AJ Dillon is going to have to carry the load in that game. And you could probably get that around the plus 300 plus 400 range. And I'd be looking at that bet because the lions are one of the worst rush defenses in the league. It's basically them and the jets that have given up the most touchdowns of running backs this year. So keep an eye out on that when the touchdown odds come out a little bit later this week. Yeah, yeah. So I won't ask you about any touchdown odds, but I will ask you, and I'm with you, like Aaron, I mean, A.J. Dillon um, last week, man, I should, I almost went with the two touchdowns, which I believe was like 5-1, to one, plus 450, and I ended up just going with the anytime touchdown, which I find it crazy. Like we're still getting, especially in those cold weather games at Lambeau, plus 150 or 2-1 to one odds with A.J. Dillon. I think that's going to be a look moving forward, even though, you know, we're heading into the playoffs only a couple weeks. But in those cold weather games, like there's a reason why they drafted this dude in the second round, even though they were going to pay Aaron Jones and give him the bag. Uh, I guess we kind of get the first playoff game because we get the Chargers and the Raiders. It's win to get in. And the Chargers seem so obvious. I think they're the better, they're the healthier team. Like the Raiders right now are Derek Carr and Hunter Renfro. Like he doesn't have any other options to throw the ball to, but still, man, seems too easy. Chargers, three-point favorites on the road. It's juice minus 115, minus 160 on the money line. If you have to play this one, because it really is the first playoff game, what are you doing here? I think... I think you have to take Raiders money line or you don't play it because we saw the Chargers basically dominate them at home. But a lot of that was, you know, the Raiders not necessarily having all of their key players there in that game um, as well. The the Chargers are a little bit banged up as well. So I think in this spot, I think you kind of have to look in the rate at the Raiders, especially with Darren Waller likely coming back this yeah. week. I think that's the, he, he hasn't been practicing as much, but I think he might still come back this week just with the, 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 uh, the, the stakes and whatever else, uh, for example, he did uh, practice uh, limited, uh, you know, uh, for the first time in a few weeks. So uh, I am encouraged by that because he is that kind of matchup nightmare, especially with the Chargers that have given up the second most touchdowns to tight ends this year. So maybe even keep an eye on that if you're looking at touchdown scores coming into week 18. So I think with that one, if you were going to take a safe pick, I think actually the safe pick would just be the over right now. It's kind of hovering around 49 to 50. Uh, yeah. So 49 and a half is what I'm seeing right now at that MGM. And I would, I would be looking at it over here because I think both teams offenses can move the ball on these, on these respective defenses. And I think it's going to be a, t- a tight matchup. Um, I would actually be looking at a surprise touchdown score. Uh, would not be Josh Jacobs. I would be looking at Peyton Barber for yeah. the Raiders. He has been getting so many red zone looks over the last three weeks or less more than that really since Kenyon Drake got hurt and he's always listed around the plus 400 plus 500 range again it's a long shot for a reason but especially if the the Chargers get up you know they're up like three scores you don't I don't think Jacobs is going to be out there as much uh, trying to help the Raiders move the, move the ball down the field you're listening to BetMGM tonight here on the Odyssey Network we're talking right now with Gilles Gallant give him a follow on Twitter GDog5000 
sports betting analyst with FTN Bets. Check out Touchdown Town Dog Day Afternoon. So I know that you also play some NBA props. You got anything for me tonight? I'm here riding solo and I need some bets, man. Absolutely. My the man. guy that I'm riding tonight is Terrence Mann, the man, man. with the Clippers. I, right now, the line is sitting at plus 170 for an over one and a half three-point prop. And the guy has done it in four of the last five games. And he uh, against uh, the Suns, uh, the last time they played, he ended up taking four shots. He only hit one. But again, I think at these odds, at like a plus 180 with the way that this team is kind of stacked right now, especially with Paul George being out, it's an open opportunity, especially with you're getting a starter uh, in the NBA at, at over one and a half at plus money for a shooter who is shooting 40% uh, three point range for at home. And I know the Suns are a good defense, but again, it's very, it's not as difficult as you would think to hit two three pointers uh, for Terrence Mann in this spot, just given the circumstance. So at those odds, that would be the one I'm looking at. I love that, man. Going back to the NFL, do you see any value right now in any of the individual awards? You know, we obviously have to wait, and you'll have your money tied up a little bit. But, I mean, right now, Aaron Rodgers over at BetMGM is minus 400 to win MVP. Brady's plus 550, so not really anything to play right there. But, I mean, you got comeback player of the year. Dax minus 185. Burrow's plus 145, but Burrow's not going to play week 18. LaFleur's plus 160 for coach of the year. Any, any value or anything that you're looking to play maybe in the individual market right now? To be honest, it's more of a, a heart thing. I feel like, honestly, and again, I know that like guys like Matt LaFleur are very deserving of coach of the year, Mike Brabel, Zach Taylor, for example. If we're just going to be talking about deserving of coach of the year, I honestly think Sean Payton should be a little bit more considered for coach of the year. Right now I'm seeing this wide range of like plus 8,000 to plus 10,000 odds for him to win coach of the year. Yep. If you look at the circumstances of what that team has gone through from week one to week 17 of like, you know, three or four different quarterbacks at one point um, of playing and just all the injuries that they've gone through. And then they could still, if they win on Sunday, obviously they have to have the Niners help of losing to the Rams on the road. But to make the playoffs under that circumstance, to me, just seems unfathomable that the Saints are in this position. So um, I bet on him preseason, uh, like plus 5,000. It's not looking as great because there's a lot more uh, worthy candidates ahead of him. But that would be one of the futures markets that I'm just like, in my heart, I'm like, that should be better. Like, that should be better. He should be a little bit more respected for what he's done this year. Because, again, I think the Saints offense, is just abysmal with Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon at quarterback. And uh, that's one of the reasons why, for example, I'm hard on the under 40 in that game against the Falcons. Same here. And dude, I completely agree. I mean, we talked about that on your show. And I think even your first appearance here on this show, we talked about Sean Payton and I completely agree. And I think that the Rams are going to win that game. Like I know, I know that, um, you know, Shanahan owns McVay, but I think that I I like this spot for the Rams actually Uh, really quickly here. We got about two minutes before I got to let you go. Any, uh, you know, if you're looking for best value right now, as far as like Super Bowl odds, like teams that have a realistic shot, like I'm not talking like, I, I don't think that the Bengals at 20 to one or the Colts at 20 to one are worth a player, even the Chargers 40 to one. But the team that scares me as a Packer fan is actually the Rams. Like everything that Tampa's going through right now, Rams are playing some good football and they're finally getting healthy. They're nine to one. Any value picks for you in the Super Bowl market? <clears throat> Yeah, well, a little bit less than the Super Bowl market, specifically two teams to meet in the Super Bowl. And I'm not just trying Ooh. to suck up to you because you're a Packers fan. Yeah. I am taking, you can still get it right now at 8-1 to one at BetMGM. If you parlay the Chiefs to win the AFC and the Packers to win the NFC, I think that Super Bowl matchup is all but guaranteed right now. Because if you look at the other teams, for example, in the NFC, 
The Bucks, I think, just have too many injuries. The Packers have owned Matthew Stafford in his career, so I don't want to get too uppity about thinking that the Rams actually have a legitimate chance. Too many costly turnovers. I mean, yep. he almost cost them the Ravens game, for example, last week. You can't trust Kingsbury from a Cardinal standpoint. I think Kyler is a little too brittle. Cowboys don't even get me started. So I think the Packers have a clear runway right to the Super Bowl. And then in the AFC, who are the, who's going to beat the Chiefs? The Bills can't run the ball. The Pats can't pass the ball. And I'm not even sure that Derrick Henry is fully healthy enough yep. to be able to push the Titans into a good spot. So I think right now, good value right now is to bet a parlay of Chiefs Packers to meet in the Super Bowl. That was my preseason pick. That and uh, when I went on with the guys in Buffalo, obviously I picked the Bills, but I completely agree. You know what the Bills need, man? The Bills should find a way, and I know he's got one more year on his deal. Like Saquon Barkley needs away from the Giants and the Bills need a running back, what a perfect fit that would be. But I'm with you. I do think, I mean, I got the Packers 14-1. to 1. I probably wouldn't play it 4-1, to 1, but do like the value right there. And I am out on the Cowboys. They're 12-1. to 1. Defense has been carrying them for weeks. Thanks so much, man. Um, any other bets that you want to throw out there? Anything else that you like for this weekend before we let you go? Uh, the only other bet that I would be considering is maybe the Niners' money line. Just, just uh, only reason being is Motivation. that I think they can move the ball and keep Stafford and also – and again, you, it just shocks me to even know this. The Rams have lost five straight games to the Niners. And if you think about how good that Rams team has been over the last two and a half years to lose five straight to this team, um, it's incredible. And a lot of the same guys are there. So I think the 49ers, you can still get them at almost plus 200 on a money line bet, is worth a look again for Week 18. Thanks so much for joining us, man. I don't want to let you go only because since you've been on the line, like all my teams are covering the number. Indiana with a huge comeback. Maryland's within seven. Now I'm going to let you go and everything's going to fall apart. Thanks so much. Enjoy the games this weekend. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Let's go Terrence Mann. Yeah, man. Terrence Mann. There you hear it. Over two and a half threes tonight. Tore it up in the playoffs. Me and Q are on that prop pretty much every single night. Terrence Mann, three-pointers tonight. That comes from Gilles Gallant, FTN Bets. Find him on Twitter, GDog5000. I don't know what to do with that Rams 49ers game. I mean, the 49ers seem like the obvious choice. Shanahan owns McVay. The 49ers need to win to get in. But still, I don't know, man. I think that the motivation's there for the Rams. I think they want that 13th win. They want they want to be at home until they have to go to Lambeau Field in the cold. 